Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Dan. You see, evil in its worst form. You see, salvation in its most uh, uh, best form. And, and all these things are played out. But the one thing you don't exactly see in this is that you don't see is uh, is not is the mention of God. And, and Esther is one of those books that uh, God is not mentioned, but you can see him uh, working in, 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 throughout the uh, book. Or do I need to get off that speakerphone? Maybe so. How about now? Is that better? Hello? Okay. So when when we look at this book that that does not have God written in it, but can can see Him throughout it, it, it shows about how uh, God is working from Alpha to Omega. Even when we can't figure out what He's doing, at a time when this uh, epidemic is uh, is all over the world, and and we're trying to figure out what to do, it shows how God has already put some things in motion long before we even know what's going on. And you see that in this lesson that the Babylonians who took the Israelis away and captive are now no longer in charge because they've been overthrown by the Medes. God allowed them to chastise the Israelis, but now the Medes have overthrown them. And when King Darius took over, uh, he was leading the Medes. Uh, he allowed many of them to go back to Israel, to Jerusalem and restore uh, Jerusalem and build a wall up again. But some of them decided to remain in uh, where they were. And so uh, Mordecai and his group is, is, is some that decided to stay uh, where they were. And the Medes treated the Israelis better than the Babylonians did. And that the Medes allowed them to to uh, able to to prosper and, and to do better than the Babylonians ever allowed them to do. And when you look at this uh, lesson that we're talking about today, we we see that uh, we've got four major people that's involved, and that's Haman, the king, uh, Esther, and Malachi. And when you look at uh, the king, he is a very uh, I would say uh, Trump-like for any other reason. He, he's a person that can be manipulated, but he can get angry very quick. And it started off, and, and you see how Esther gained her position, because you need to know about that before you look at where the story is today. When you look at where uh, it started off at, it is that they had another king, a queen, Queen Vesta, and she was... Uh, uh, queen uh, to the king, and he asked her to come to some festival, and she refused to come. In those days, to refuse to come before the king was a, was a, uh, uh, that was almost unheard of. 
But when you read a little bit further and you study this, we find that uh, one of the rulers that's going to rule later, later on is is born is going to be uh, born this same year. And you make you think that she may have had some uh, problem with, with, with she was already uh, had conceived a child or something called. Otherwise, you would not refuse to come before the, the king. But the king got upset that she refused to come. And and what he did was uh, had her removed as, as the queen. And when he she was removed, uh, that uh, gave them an opportunity for Esther to become a, a part of the the kingdomship. And that Esther comes up, and the king asks for uh, they parade a lot of the young uh, women in front of him. And Esther's beauty is so great that that he shows her. Uh, also involved in this conflict is uh, uh, Haman. And when you think about Haman, he is probably the uh, the worst thing that can be in a human being. He's the closest thing to Adolf Hitler that I've seen. In fact, he reminds me so much when I read the book about how he is that he almost identical to Adolf Hitler. In the book of Proverbs, God talks about some things that he does not like in his people. And one of them is a proud look, is a lying tongue, a hand that shed innocent blood, a heart that deceived wicked plans, feasts that are swept into or run into evil, and a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among the brethren. And Haman is one that does all these things. He is, uh, one of the writers said, you can't find nothing good about him. But he is one of those people that, if you worked on the job, uh, uh, you, you, you know somebody like him. And that he is able to manipulate himself and put himself as the second man right below the king. And, and once he does that, uh, get in that position, then he starts to use that power. Uh, we're just, like I said, we're just waiting for uh, Deacon Wade to get back on. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, 
uh, Sister Burchett on the call? Yes, I'm here. Okay, thank you so much. He's on the host, and we can't get to him. Let's see. Oh. Just got you back in the call. Okay, okay, here we go. All right, thank you. Hi, thank you. Sorry about that. No problem. Oh. <laughs> Nobody want to hear me talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, we sat here waiting for you. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, so, Heyman, this guy, Heyman, he, he's, a, he's a bad boy. So he's the next person that's in this in this conflict. And then there's Malachi. And when you read about Malachi, it, it makes you think that, that uh, he is a kind of a, lead, a leader among the Jews. Uh, he has a, a, a position about the, uh, uh, with the Jewish people. Uh, the only thing about him is that uh, he has that position that he has got, he has gained a, a, a good position with the uh, Jews, but he also has his foot in, in there with the Medes, and that he doesn't even tell anybody that he is a Jew until it's convenient for him to say that he is a Jew. Uh, same thing with Esther. Esther does not tell anybody that she is a, a Jew until later on. So you find them, and, and, and how they could hide that they are a Jew and and worship the way the Jews did is it, hard to understand because it should have been easy for people to see that they were a Jew uh, if they worshipped the way they posted, to, but they they had concealed themselves, uh, and, and so when it uh, comes around for to pick a new queen, Malachi teaches uh, uh, pushes uh, the uh, Esther to to go ahead and let herself be in there group that's going to be picked for um, to go before the king uh and so we got the four people esther haman malachi and and uh, the king and they have, have this thing where they have a lot of these wine parties and one of the wine parties leading up to the this day's lesson is that uh Esther is there. She's become the queen, and, and she's there at the party. And, and the king asks her, he get, tells her that he, this is the first time he says that, I'll give you uh, whatever you wish up to have for my kingdom. And that is a, a saying among the kings of that time that they would do that. They literally wasn't intending to do that, but they would say it. And Esther says something that's very important. She says that uh, uh, not now, but when we meet, uh, tomorrow I'll tell you what I want for uh, from you. And so in the process of uh, that night, the king goes home, and, and while he's at home, uh, he can't sleep that night. And when you, when you, when you think about uh, not being able to sleep, and, 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 and you can see God having his hand in these things, and he wasn't able to sleep, so he asked one of his servants to come and read for uh for me, and he tells me to get one of the books of uh, of some of the transactions that has happened. And it just so happens, if you call it luck, but I call it divine intervention, that the that the servant gets the book, 
that tells about what has happened with, uh, to Malachi five years before. And five years before, Malachi had found about a deception to uh, assassinate the king. And Malachi told Esther, and Esther uh, told the king, and it saved his life. But in those days, when somebody did something that great, there was a reward for it. But in this particular case, Malachi was never rewarded. And so the king actually forgot about it. But at that night, when the king couldn't sleep, he got his servant to pick a book. And the king, and that servant picked that book that told about how Malachi had saved his life. And <laughs> Malachi, uh, unknowing to him, the, the guy read it. And the king said, well, what reward had I given this guy for saving my life? And the guy said, oh, you have never given him anything. So the king said, I must reward him. So he calls Haman the next day and tells Haman, said, if I have somebody that is really appreciative in this kingdom and I was going to do something for them, what do you think I should do? And Haman is one of those people that's got a lot of pride and he thinks everything centers around him. So he says to the king, you ought to dress him in the best of pearl, parade him through the city where everybody can see him, and, and show him a great, uh, show everybody how great a person he is. Because he thinks he's talking about him, but he's talking about Malachi. So he tells him, say, well, you go get Malachi and do that. And when you, when you, when you, it doesn't seem like much, but you have to realize Haman hates Jews. Uh, and so when they tell him to go do that, it's like telling a KKK to, to portray Martin Luther King through the city and give him great honors. And he is very offended. Uh, I remember when uh, they had the Olympic Games back in 1936, and, and Hitler was supposed to give everybody that won an event the gold medal. He was supposed to present it to him personally. And when Jesse Owen won all those gold medals, Hitler would get up every time and walk out of the stadium. That's how Haman felt about Jews. He did not want nothing to do with Jews. But he uh, had to do that because the king had ordered him to do that. They says when he finished, he put a sack over his head in humiliation, uh, and he was very upset. Uh, so that's leading up to today's me uh, message. Uh but in this, in this process, he has an opportunity to see that Malachi is, is, is right now in the king's favor. Uh, but he still insists on, on what he's done. Now, what he's done that, that I, I forgot to bring out is that he went, when he got his position, he went to the king and told the king, I want your permission to go out and annihilate an enemy of yours. Uh, but he didn't tell him what the enemy, who the enemy was. He just told him, I want your permission to go do this. And this king is one that doesn't think about things before he decided. He made a decree to let him go do this. Uh, and so uh, he goes and gets that decree. Now, now, there's a decree out that all the Jews is going to be destroyed. Uh, and he has the king's permission to do this. And and so now this Malachi had found out about the decree. And Haman hates Malachi not only for that, being a Jew, but Haman hates uh, Malachi because when he got his position, uh, 
Malachi refused to buy to him. He got the king to tell everybody that I want everybody to buy to me when I come around. And Malachi refused to do it. So now you had this Jew that refused to follow the instruction and buy to him. So he's he, he got this bad thing for Malachi. He wants to destroy him and all his people. And he wants to use uh, everything at his disposal to do this. But uh, you can see what God is in working in this. And that, first of all, you got a queen that's a Jew. And you got Malachi that's done the king a favor. So this, this is where this lesson this evening picks up at. It says, so the king... And Haman, this is, this is the second banquet where Esther is going to get a chance to say what she wants. Uh, it's called to the banquet. And, and Haman is, is so caught up in himself that he doesn't even realize what's been to happen uh, with Esther the queen. And the king says again to Esther on the second day of the banquet of wine, what is thy position, a petition, Queen Esther? And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? And it shall be performed even to the half of the kingdom. And Esther the queen answered and said, If it, if I have found favor in thy sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. For we are sold, and I and my people, to be destroyed, to be slain, and to perish. But if you have but if we had been sold for bondsmen or bondswomen and I had my tongue, I would have held my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. And she's saying in, in this, now I got a, I got a request, and, and, and my request is, if I, first of all, I like the way she do it. She said, if I have found favor in thy sight, uh, so much of, of the Bible when we talk about Abraham, Abraham finds sight in the sight of God. Uh, so much is about having favor. And, and uh, he, he, she says, if I have found favor in, in, in the sight of the king, uh, then I ask for the petition. And, and, and if it pleases, the second thing she says, if it pleases the king, uh, if, if it doesn't please you, okay. But let me and my people of uh, Leah. And then she says in verse 4, another thing that's very important. She said, if you had just, if we had just been sold as slaves, I wouldn't have said a word. I wouldn't have said a word. But but because we were, we were going to be annihilated, uh, destroyed, now I have to speak up. Uh, and so these are the requests that, uh, that she asked the king for. So she goes to him in a humble way, which we ought to go, always go before uh, for God in a humble way, and ask what what we what we want, but but do it knowing that His will be done, and that's what He's saying when she says, "If it pleases the King." That's kind of like us asking God for something and saying, uh, "Your most of all." Christ said when He went to the Garden of Gethsemane, He said, "If you, if it be Your will, let it take this cup for me, but ultimately Your will be done." And of course, He had to go on to the cross because that was God's will, but. She acts it in the right way or manner of asking for something. Uh, she, she acts it that his will be done, but she also gives the, the homage to him to understand what's, what's going on. Uh, 
And at, at my people's request, she's asking it in a in a good and commonly way. Okay, uh, before we go to anything else, I, I didn't get to do this the other day. Any comments so far on what we've talked about? I, 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 I didn't want to leave everybody out. Any comments so far? I can't see your faces, so I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Is everybody still there? We, yeah, we here. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. All right. I, I see if anybody had any comments before we go any further. Okay. It comes to the light is the second part. And and the king, and I can't pronounce his name, answered and said unto Esther, the queen, who is he? And where is he that does presume in his heart to do so? And Esther said, the adversary is the enemy, is this wicked man, Haman. And Haman was afraid before the king and the queen. Uh, so she's explained to him, she doesn't... Uh, she she doesn't even tell who he is up until this point. So now she says that it is Haman. And the king arises from his banquet uh, of wine and his wrath and went into the palace garden. And Haman stood up to make a request for his life to Elsa the queen, for he saw that there was evil determined against him by the king. So the king is throwing another one of his temperance. Uh, something didn't go his way, and he's going to get up and walk out. Uh, so he walks out, and then in, in the time that this happening, Haman is now busy trying to save his life. Uh, he was he was so tough for one while, but now he's reached a point where he needs some forgiveness. Uh, he needs somebody to understand him, but he ain't been that way in the past. Then the king returned out of the palace garden unto the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman had, was falling upon the bed where on Esther was. Then said the king, well, he forced the queen also before me in the house. As the words went out of his mouth, they covered Haman's face. So the king has come back in, and, and what he's seeing is, is Haman begging for his life. But the king is not going to admit that he made a mistake. So what he's going to do in this situation and he's going to say, this dude is trying to uh, hit on the queen. And so <laughs> next thing you know is, is what the last part said. And Hermann, one of the shamelins, said unto the king, Behold also the gallows fifty feet high, which Haman had made for Malachi, who spoke good for the king, standing in the house of Haman. Then the king said, Hang him thereon. And they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Malachi. Then was the king wrath pacified. So the king is not going to admit that he made a mistake. Because ultimately, nothing could have been done unless he uh, proclaimed it to be true. And he did proclaim and give him power to go do what he did. But rather than say, I made a mistake, he just said, no, nah, I'm going to hang him for messing, for messing with the queen. And he wasn't messing with the queen. All he was doing was leaning on the bed, begging for her to spare his life. But the king used that as a way uh, to get him off the hook. And also uh, uh, to spare the, the queen and the rest of the Jews. Comments from anybody? 
Hello? We're here. Still here. Beautiful lesson. <laughs> I know you got something you want to add. <laughs> well, I think it's a beautiful lesson. And, you know, we can all learn a lot from the injustice. We see that so, so much today. And, you know, dealing with uh ungodly person, it's hard to see justice prevailing. But, you know, if God is in the mix, if we pray and seeking God guidance, you know, justice will prevail. And in the um, title of this lesson lets us know that justice will prevail. It definitely mm-hmm. will prevail. It might not seem like it at the point at the time, but if we just continue to hold on to God and and let God, you know, fight our battle, justice will prevail. You know, one thing that that that's not in this lesson, but in reading leading up to the lesson, is that. Esther is not at first willing to even get involved in this. Mm-hmm. And Malachi reminds her that you are a Jew your own self. This That's can right. happen to you. And, and it made me think about people that sometimes get a little money or, or whatever and uh-huh. now they are they are they don't they don't think they black no more. They they <laughs> they, they got a little position in life and Malachi mm-hmm. reminds her, You still a Jew. And you, you, if we kill, you can be killed too. That's right. That's right. So you know, we just gotta continue. Don't don't forget where we come from. Basically, you know. So you're right. You're right, brother. You know, she she a Jew too. Also. Can y'all hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, it also, and a good point, but it also put us uh, in today's time as well. You think about, was it Haman? Couldn't, couldn't see where he done anything wrong, right? He couldn't see yeah. where he, he done anything wrong? Who does that put you in the mind of? <laughs> Everybody else is wrong. Everybody else yeah. has fault. But Yep. In, in his position, he feels like he's done nothing wrong. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, that's who I was talking about, too, when I say he throws them tantrums. Because if you watch them newscasts the last few days, when them reporters get to ask them too many questions, yeah, he tell that no, later day, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. I, I had enough of you. You know, people with power can use that power in different ways. It can be in a destructive manner or it could be in a rewarding or to their advantage, you know, in a positive manner. So we just have to uh, be sure that we're using the power in the right manner. That's and right. and when, when you think about who he is and how he has behaved and even how he got his power, he got his power, the scripture says, by uh Cunning the the king. In other words, he mm-hmm. one of those people that worked their way up to supervisors or or, or or did those kind of things. He is one of them guys that uh, that done buttered up to. He buttered up to the king to get his position, and mm-hmm. then he got mad because other people didn't recognize him as a great man, and they didn't recognize him as a great man because he didn't earn the position. 
Yeah. And, and I see that so many times in our in our uh man, he 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 stole that position from Hillary. He he didn't he didn't really win it, he stole it. So and, and, and he still gets gets mad because he doesn't have absolute power over people. Yep. And that just you know, brother teacher, and that's that's I say it all the time about praying for our leaders. Because, you know, even in the end, God is still going to get the victory of, you know, uh, the outcome. Because you can't do wrong and expect right to come to you. You can't, you know, get over on somebody and expect to get, you, you know, a great reward. So God is still sitting on the throne and he is still in control and he is definitely looking at the situation at hand so where you know this this person think that he is the king he is the ruler he is you know the highest ranking official but god is higher than that yeah yeah uh, and then when i think about somebody like malachi malachi uh told about the plot to destroy uh to assassinate the king, and five years went by mm-hmm. in between the time he did that and the time he got the reward. Uh, and you, it lets you know that God will not leave the righteous unrewarded. That's now, right. we might not, even if we don't get the reward in this lifetime, but sometimes we get it in this lifetime. Even if we don't get it here, we get it up there. That's right. So he, he does not leave the righteous unrewarded. And you know, and and he even says, and and I can't quote the, I can't tell you where it's at, but you give me a minute, I'll find it. Where he said that he that um he would reign on the just as well as the unjust. So mm-hmm. it don't no action or whatever, ever how you call it, go unrewarded. If if you sow good things, you reap good things. If you sow bad things, you're going to reap bad things because everything that you do, it's a consequence. Mm-hmm. And, and and one of the biggest things that, that we ought to see uh, in this lesson is, is God's saving grace. Mm-hmm. And we see that with Esther. She saves all them people oh, by yeah. her being the queen yeah. and asking the king to to uh, spare them, and that shows that God is 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 a, is a saving God. Uh, he mm-hmm. saves all those people. And when I think about being black, so many times, and, and and the persecution that blacks go through, when you read about the Jews, it's been I, I have to think we take second base to them because yeah. all through the Bible, they, somebody is trying to destroy them, and mm-hmm. even Hitler. How many million did he kill in in, in the World War Two? Uh, but no matter what they do, uh, those people still remain strong, yeah. even in the midst of uh, all that they doing. Because Malachi was not a a, a a Persian, but he had gained a, a good position, even though he was kind of like a slave. Uh, he had been uh-huh. given a good position, so God keep blessing his own people no matter what. But yeah. he, but he used Hannah to save them, uh, and and he just she's kind of like a Christ 
and that she saved all those people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I said Hannah. I meant uh, uh, you know, Esther. We know you meant Esther. We know who you meant. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that that lets us know that God can use anybody. God can use anybody, male or female. And and and, and, and one of those old things they say you dig a bitch, dig too. One for <laughs> yep. him and one for you. Well, yep. in this case, you don't have to dig two. You just you just do one. You get yep. caught in your own ditch. That's because right. Because that 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 he he had actually constructed a a big old hanging gallows for Malachi to be hung on, and hmm. enough he the one got hung on it. Yep. So be careful how we want to create mischief for other people. Yep, because God will turn them tables. God will turn them tables. Where you meant it for my bad, God will turn that completely around. And, you know, no harm will come to me. And that's what we need to all learn in this lesson pretty much. is You know, it don't matter what go on in our lives. If we trust in God, justice is going to prevail, whatever the situation is. Well, when you when you look at this this lesson and, and think about how things could have went in a different direction, the the first thing that happened is is that, is that other queen, uh, her not coming to the uh, when the king asked her to come, she didn't come. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and and you just know that maybe God had a hand in and her not coming, whatever her reason may be, she didn't mm-hmm. come. And that's that's one of the things that shows up. And then uh Malachi, when he saves them, uh and they don't reward him then and let you know that God's time is not always our time. Yes. And right. so uh, uh, uh he could have rewarded Malachi right then, but he somehow he it, it, it got passed over. But eventually mm-hmm. God brought it back around because that guy and, and and to pick that book out of all the books that probably were there uh, to read to the king, and even to read a book, if the king couldn't sleep, it's so many other things he could have requested uh, uh-huh. the servants to do. I mean, he could have requested some of them other, uh, he got a harem of, of women, all kind of things he could have requested. Mm-hmm. But he requested them for them to read him from one of the books. And the book they yep. read is the one with Malachi in it. So all yep. of these things had come into in the play in here. Any other comments? I'm gonna take a Anybody? Everything well said on my part. Okay. I was just going to ask you, did you have something to add? <laughs> no, it is enjoying it, is it? <clears throat> yeah, nobody said anything. <laughs> 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 I guess we at the 
close this, D, but I enjoyed the rest of this tonight. I'm going to say this morning. All right. You want to close it out? Yes. Uh, anybody else have anything they desire? Okay. If not, we'll... Uh, somebody can say something? If not, we'll stay tuned for Sunday morning at the 10 o'clock hour. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you for the participants. We ask that you continue to empower us with the word, empower us with knowledge and wisdom. We ask that only that you can give. Now, Lord, we ask that you continue to bless us, continue to hold us in the palm of thy hand. Now, Lord, we ask you to dismiss us from this faith and never from your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. See you all this week. Well, everybody have a good week, the rest of it. Right, have a good week, everybody. Lord willing, we'll hear from y'all Sunday. All right. All right. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.